This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, July 27th. This is Andrew Thien with the news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Workers will once again sweep away a large homeless encampment along Laurelhurst Park in southeast Portland. The Portland City Council unanimously said Monday the homeless encampment must go. People were given a 72-hour notice to leave the premises in the affluent Eastside neighborhood. It's the latest escalation in a conflict that stretches back to last year when tents first popped up along the park. The campers were evicted in November. Some folks returned and a standoff occurred in March. Despite efforts from the city and homeless advocacy groups, it continued to prompt complaints, including reports of multiple weapons being drawn or displayed. A portable toilet contractor witnessed a tense scene last week, according to city officials. No shots were fired, but multiple weapons, including a gun and a rifle, were drawn and pointed during an altercation. It's not clear if the planned sweep will be met and blocked by protesters again. The number of Oregonians hospitalized with COVID-19 rose 40% in the past week, with 207 people hospitalized as of Monday. New cases rose 53% in Oregon, the second week in a row with that rate of increase or higher. It's not definitively clear that the Delta variant is driving the case increase in Oregon, but it's what public health officials believe. The weekly average caseload is still roughly half of what it was during the spring peak three months ago, but it seems likely that the the state will exceed 300 hospitalizations by the end of September. That had been a key threshold state leaders set for pursuing additional methods to curtail the virus's spread. That doesn't appear likely to occur this time. On Monday, Multnomah County leaders urged people to consider wearing masks again indoors, even if they are fully vaccinated. Sergeant Jeremy Brown, the Clark County deputy who was shot and killed on Friday in Vancouver, had been tailing a group allegedly linked to a stolen cache of more than two dozen guns. According to a county prosecutor and court records, Brown was tracking the stolen weapons, which included two AK-47s and up to 30,000 rounds of ammunition. Officials said a revolver from that stash that was stolen last month from a storage unit was used in Brown's slaying. Sheriff officials had a warrant to arrest Misty Rea on the day Brown was shot and killed. Brown was following Misty Rea and two men from Portland into Vancouver on Friday afternoon as part of that investigation, according to court documents. One of the men with Misty Rea was Guillermo Rea, who is now charged with aggravated murder in Brown's killing. The bootleg fire in southern Oregon remains the largest blaze in the country. Crews continue to make progress over the weekend, and the 409,000-acre fire is now 53% contained. As of Monday afternoon, more than 2,200 firefighters were working on the blaze. Firefighters from more than 90 different departments across the country are working on containing the bootleg. An additional 120 Oregon National Guardsmen were arriving on Monday. Weather and smoke conditions were expected to improve in the coming days. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.